Hello and welcome to the Drink and Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode number... 132. <laughs> Indiana City. Featuring beer from Indiana City with your host, Saf. Pale. Keith. Dustin. <laughs> on intro duties so I'm salty about it. No. <laughs> well, it was my computer. I thought I got there. <laughs> right. He Get was rolling. <laughs> I didn't know we were starting. I had a pretzel in my mouth. <laughs> That's why I just did it. We were on a time crunch. We got to get this episode done. Yeah, right. All right. We're talking about Indiana City Brewery this episode. It's a brewery-focused geek out. Brewersode. This is the episode where Keith gets to talk and we get to ignore him. Yeah. And then you have to go back and reread. <laughs> yes, I love these episodes. <laughs> My favorite. I can finally tune out Keith. We got Finally? Finally? Wait, what? <laughs> I tried really hard to listen to you on Wednesday night. That one time. That one time. And just happens. You got teacher voice. No one can help it. <laughs> We've got four beers from Indiana City, located in downtown Indianapolis. It's kind and of on the east side of downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on Washington Street, I believe, or like right yeah. off of Washington Street. Well, it's on the east side of 70, so I always feel yeah. like it's on the you know the east side of... It's downtown-ish. Yeah, downtown-ish. Enough. Downtown yeah. enough. But yeah, they're a pretty... Uh, they've been around for a while. They're in like in a historic building. We'll get into more details about that later. Starting off with just some info from their website... The Elevating elevating Craft Beer in Indianapolis, inspired by the ethos of the American Craft Beer Revolution, we're dedicated to elevating the craft beer scene of Indianapolis with each beer we create. All All Indiana City beer is unfiltered for full flavor and aroma and brewed to the highest standards with the freshest and finest ingredients. Located on the east side of downtown Indy in the historic bottling house of the former home brewing company the indiana city tap room has evolved over the years to become the hot spot for concepts and private events in the tap room the tap room (laughs) i didn't write this in no in the tap room the tap room offers a wide variety of indiana city beer on tap That is very redundant. (laughs) (laughs) Served by the pint and available for growler fills along with year-round and limited-release cans. Indiana City is also available at beer shops and bars and restaurants throughout greater Indianapolis. That's good. They do distribute to all the different local places. I wondered how many breweries in Indy did that. Uh, Because Fort Wayne's really picking up on that, where you can go to any place for beer on draft and you can find like three or four different breweries. Yeah, I think... You can find most of the canned beer down there at any liquor store. Right. Especially them. You'll find a lot of oh, yeah. Indiana City. They got a lot of solid brews, especially with their Doodle mm-hmm. series that they... We'll get to that later. Keith, tell us about our first beer. The first beer from Indiana City we have is just a tribute. Um, it's called Tribute. Tribute Pale Ale is exclusively hopped with the mighty Eureka Hop, which imparts dank aroma, smooth hop flavor, and balanced bitterness. Crack open a can and join us in raising a toast to indie, artistic freedom, and beer. Cheers. This one comes in at 5.7% ABV and 57 IBUs. Wow. They tend to like the fives and sevens for this. Must be a tribute to something. It's 
But it doesn't taste anything like that beer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so first beer. Wait, we don't have an IBU yet for that? 57. I know. I don't have anything. Uh, I've had this one before, I believe. Because when my we were there for my brother's bachelor party, me and my wife and my brother, because it's very boring, us three. three. And we uh, did a flight of everything on their menu. They got solid beers. I wanted to get the Shadow Boxer for this first beer, but I think Tribute's pretty solid. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I like the metallic. Yeah, all of their cans the are really cool like this. They have like that shiny element to it. They've mm-hmm. got like the sticker. That gloss, that mo- yeah. or, uh, yeah. The, yeah. They have their uh, Indiana logo torch thing mm-hmm. that comes from our flag as their logo. This one's got like the blue shininess. Each beer has like a different color all their doodle ones have like a gold shadow boxers red red and then they've got a green one uh, so i know yacht. their yacht is the yellow one okay the yacht chaser or whatever there's a green one too but like the little is that supposed to be like the city of indianapolis yeah, yeah that's Indy like skyline. downtown skyline, skyline. Yeah. i do like on the bottom that they do give you instructions and a lot of these craft yeah. beers don't it says unfiltered ale so don't be surprised when other shit comes pouring out of it full flavor and aroma and keep refrigerated and serve chilled. Mm-hmm. So it tells you the actual servings. Drinking instructions. Make sure if this is in your car and it's you know ninety degrees outside, you should, probably should not drink this. Yeah, <laughs> or it better be in like an ice cooler. Yeah. All right. The beer is. Oh, sorry. They do have a shout out label art by Ronald Horn. Bob Horn. Ronald. Oh, Ron Ronald Horn. Ron Horn. R O N L E W H O R N. Ooh. Horn. <laughs> Horn. 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 <laughs> this is... What color, color. We got? It's a pale ale, but this looks like a dipper almost in the color. Oh, yeah. That's definitely orange. There's an orange tint. Yeah. Like, 14 is where I lean in. Ben Grimm? Yeah, I would say 13 or 14. Can we please just call him uh, Jamie Bell, please? Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> call him <laughs> The Shield, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, him. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. Yeah, so <laughs> one of their staple pictures on their site has the three beers that we mentioned. Tribute, which is blue. Boxer, which is red. And then Yacht Rock, which is yellow. I don't see any of the green ones. Oh, maybe that was one of their uh, special ones. Like uh yeah, like the beast seasonal ones, whatever. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go. Yeah, I think I would agree. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. It's like a darker orange color mm-hmm. for uh, the thing. Mm-hmm. Something is thing. <laughs> oh wow, that is Ooh. that is very hoppy. Mm-hmm. Hoppy, sweet. Up front. Hoppy with a little citrusy. Notes. Citrusy. Yeah. This is one of their. I went with this first because this is one of their standard beers. They have this year round. Mm-hmm. This is like one of their staple beers, so yeah. I figured start here and then get to more of the crazy stuff. So these three that we mentioned, like the blue, the red, the yellow, like are are like staples. staples. Yeah, those are shadow box are. Like they they tend to do those like every like. Those are always months, available. Okay. You're always available. Awesome. Oh, this smells delicious. It does. There's a smell though. I can't like pig. Yeah. It's ex- when you swirl it a little bit. There's something else extra that comes yeah, out is. at you. I don't know if it's fruit. I can't peg it. I'm not sure if it's going to ruin or, like, anything for the beer. I'm just going to extra go. kick. Go ahead and taste it and see what we find. Yeah, something. I want to say pungent. It's like metallic-y almost. Yeah. Can. The can. I'll tell you what. I didn't check this in that well. <laughs> Mm-mm. I was looking at that. 
Because I think we can go ahead and say that this stuff is not on rate beer. Or I'm looking. Although this one's been around this for a while. This is one of their normal beers, so I figured maybe... Somebody has it. It, Yeah. There's it's 13 reviews that I found. To check on Untapped and see what they got. Um, I already have that up. Rate beer, they have 13 ratings, an average of 3.35 out of 5. Overall, 68, and the style is also a 68. Yeah, uh... Beer Advocate, uh, 3.81 of 5 with 25 ratings. And the histogram is basically 3.75. The Stupid Heads of Untapped <laughs> gave it a 3.68 out of 3,085 ratings. I like the use of Stupid Head. That was my suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did we land it? it sellouts. Sellouts. Uh, Aver- average Stupid beer. Heads. Snobs. Sellouts. Snobs. Snobs. Sellouts and Stupid Heads. <laughs> I mean, it, it's an alliteration. Really, what it's going for, <laughs> Dustin? You give it a low score. I know. And back in August, I'm still not a fan. This is during the the bachelor party. I'm mm. still not a fan. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Our friend Patrick gave it a four. He is the uh, he's dr- drunk, hungry, and indie. Oh, that one. <laughs> uh, his write up was great. Full flavored pale ale. Really like this beer. Do you have Christian too? I have Christians. Okay. Oh, you have Christian. Okay. Uh, Mick beer, four point seven five. I think we saw him at um, Sample Indiana. Uh, yeah. Um, Mike Lawton, I have him too. He is Indie Craft Brews. Oh, okay. Um, he gave it a 3.75. So you read Chris Leland's score? Or no? Not yet. No, you didn't. Okay. You want to say it? I mean, I don't care. It's a four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You want to read the write-up? Uh, after the Sun King tour, we went to Indiana City Brewing. Had some flights. Started with this one. So I didn't sound like he's too into it. Pete from the Speak Podcast gave it a 3.75. From my boy, Petcha, a paleo <laughs> with a little something extra. Who is Petcha? I don't know, probably Pat. Pat. Refreshing with, in crisp, Petcha. mild, bitter taste up front, solid pale. Like, this is just a basic pale ale. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be anything special to it. But it just, there's like an off flavor to it that we both all smelled. And it comes out in the flavor, too. So I don't know. If it's just through the can, or yeah. if if on draft it tastes like this too, I've never had anything on draft there. I've only ever went and got cans from them. Well, I got get draft all the time from them. It's kind of my thing going to breweries and getting things on tap. I think I'm going to Fields tonight, mm. so that'll be interesting. See, I always go with Sarah, and she can't drink, so or and they don't have food or anything for her to do. So I'm like, I'll just get something to go, so that way you don't have to sit here and watch me drink these. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm ready to go. I can start a song. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stick to my original rating at a 3.25. There's just that thing. I couldn't place it. I still can't place it. I'm not sure what it is. That flavor. I can smell it. I can taste it. But I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. And it's really doing a number on me. The hops are good. The flavor afterwards is delicious. Like the burp-wise. But while drinking it, there's just something that's not settling well with me. I give it a three and a half. I'm basically in agreeing with you that there's just something off with this one, and I don't know if it's always tastes like this or if it's just what we have in front of us, but, like, it's pretty good at first, and then it just, like, there's just, like, something slightly off for it that's kind of ruining it, it for just, me. Yeah, kind of lingers. Yeah. Yep. Definitely bitter for me. I gave it a three and a half as well. Um, more of that typical pale ale style. It has the hops, like a lot of those juicy ones mm-hmm. do, just not missing it. But then again, it's not supposed to be there because it's a pale ale. 
But yeah, there's something a little bit off, and I'm not a big fan of the aftertaste or something. It just it lingers, whatever that is. But initial great hop flavor up mm-hmm. front, but dies pretty quick. And I gave it a three point seven five. I really like the aroma and uh, tips. Oh, we're doing tips. <laughs> yeah, we got tips because uh, three twenty five, three seventy five, three fifty, three fifty. It's tips. Oh, sweet! Right in the middle. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, I like the aroma. It was very promising. The first couple sips were really good. There's something that I can't really figure out, like you guys were saying. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. Like, the more I drink it, it gets like kind of sloppy, and it just kind of turns into like a I don't I don't know like a amberish pale ale or something. Yeah. Hmm. The problem with this beer is I could get a pint of it and just drink it. Like I wouldn't care. Yeah. But I mean, it's not something that I would tell people oh, you got to have. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it leaves like a weird aftertaste yeah. at the end there. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do a pint of it. I would mm-hmm. try it again. Um, yeah. But so I went to um, just as a little side note, mm-hmm. I went to a pizza place in uh, Carmel, and they had the double tribute. Oh yeah, I wanted to try that, and that was pretty good. Mm. That was pretty. I think so. they've grown a lot since these initial beers mm-hmm. that they've created, and more of their later beers have been way above and beyond what this is. So I'm excited to get to some of these later beers. But first we got more stuff that someone can read. What's in a name? It's a good question. Indiana City is the literal definition of Indianapolis, and it's a statement of pride in Indy's vibrant art scene and rich heritage. Indiana City celebrates a promising future for the Circle City, one pint at a time. We understand the important role of visual arts in the craft beer experience. When you smell and taste a beer, you're experiencing the artistry of the brewer who made it. The visual aesthetic of the label arts or the tap handle it was poured from affects the experience too. Done well, we believe the visual art heightens that experience and leads to an even greater respect for beer. We combine our vision with the extreme talent of Aaron Samahorn, Scamahorn, or Ronalhorn that we mentioned earlier, to create the perfect marriage between taste and aesthetics through our labels and media. Indiana City is an outlet for local artists to display their work, perform, collaborate, and expand local creative expression. The visual arts are woven into every beer we brew. Indiana City is home to the Craft Brew Doodle Crew, an extremely passionate and talented group of artists who create themed collaborative art pieces in a round-robin style experience. Catch them every third Thursday here in the Tap Room and find their intricate artistic creations wrapped around many of our limited release cans. For our second beer, we have Direwolf Diner, Whirlpool Editions of Cashmere, Hollertal Blanc, Centennial, <laughs> Double Dry Hot with Citra Lupulin Powder, Hazy Juicy Dangerous at 7.5% ABV. This is the ninth release in our Hazy IPA series featuring the collaborative artwork of the Craft Beer Craft Brew Doodle Crew. So as Keith was just saying about the Craft Brew Doodle Crew, they come to the brewery like once a week or whatever they sit at a table they started a picture and then just pass it around the table and each one adds their little touch to it like at five minutes every five minutes it passes on to the next person and they complete they one have picture a, a good definition there so it's about every 10 minutes oh 10 minutes or so that each piece ends up being a collaboration between everyone at the table that's pretty cool so is it essentially the same that we had on the elemental clown a uh, couple episodes ago, I forget specifically. It was a Joker, it was a Joker episode, episode in December. In December, yeah. 
um, they basically drew clowns on everything. So there was like clown animals and clown cactus. Clown, and, yeah. So it was weird clown things. So yeah. So they already have a picture like. They just somebody to, starts it and then they just pass it around. So it's just like a completely original. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of start part of it and then like the next person can adds their little touch to it. I feel like they kind of say, "Here's what we're thinking." I think yeah, they have like an idea out there. Like I don't thinking, know. Like they, here's the name of the wolves beer, outside of a diner. diner. <laughs> yeah, oh, this this is an awesome can. I love and so this. the first person who gets it starts drawing the diner, mm-hmm. and then the next person finishes the diner and adds like starting the title, and then people start drawing. I mean. I feel like that would be the best way to do it. Hey, here's the name of the beer. See, I don't Go. even know if they have the beer name because one of them was Too Many Eyes. And I feel like people just kept adding eyes to this image. And oh, it was and like then... a rabbit with like 50 eyes by the end when they were done. And then they were like, this rabbit has too many eyes. Let's call the beer Too Many Eyes. So I don't know which <laughs> was which is first. It would be actually they... interesting <laughs> to see because I can't imagine that they would come up with something as doodly as this without yeah. something going completely haywire by someone adding a mm-hmm. dick or something to the image, I think I don't mean like. And there's dick. the, I mean, the like, sumo. I know there's always that one person. The sumo that's mermaids one is another one I had where it looked like there was just a bunch of sumo standing around. That somebody added mermaid tails to everybody, so now it's sumo, sumo mermaids. So I don't know if that was the idea or if that was somebody's touch to it. Oh, it's a really cool concept. That <laughs> way, it's like a collaborative. It's not yeah. like yeah. It, this has been done before. No, it definitely hasn't been done. I would before. like to participate, but I'm not a draw artist. Yeah, they I'm not feel like they just artist. like throw out like five or six words Could and be. like okay, now just like you know start. I'll give you ten minutes to think of something with like these words in front of you, and then we'll start drawing. And yeah, it sounds like there may be like a trial period that you have to go through. It says if you're interested in joining in. Contact yeah, I us think on it's Facebook. like a tight knit group of like ten people. You might have a portfolio and be like, here's what you've done before. Right. What can you bring to the experience? Based on so the, that way you don't have random. the average Joe drawing dicks on everything. Yeah. So there's there's a video of them on like the Indiana City Instagram or something. Everybody just starts an image and they just pass it when it's when the time's up they pass it. So it's like ten images started and so it's like not you're not just sitting there waiting for your turn. It's, it just keeps going around. So, so then what they pick the best image or they just take? I a, don't know a if maybe of all, all ten of them. They probably the put one. all ten together. Maybe they would have a, like an overall yeah. artist that would conglomerate and you know bring it all together. And I don't know. It's consolidate really cool, it into one photo. But this is you know this awesome. is what we need to do. <laughs> we need to meet the owner mm-hmm. of Indiana City, and, and we ask need to how it works. Add, yeah, we need to figure this out. This is hot press topic. We need to figure out. <laughs> the viewers want to know. <laughs> what true. does Doodle Crew do besides Doodle? Well, if we look at this one, obviously we have a bunch of werewolves here. They're all My smoking. Favorite. My favorite. Um, sitting outside of a diner. <laughs> My favorite. The guy in the diner, he's got some red glowing eyes, so I don't oh, know if that that's is, the it, yeah. big bad wolf right there. Everybody outside has like green eyes. Everyone else is green eye glow, and you can see there's a couple just leaning on the side, and they're just chilling out. Smells yeah, that's, um, that's uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. So it's you like, got to hold it in the light just right. It's pretty dark. It's hard to see. Did somebody like, draw oh, a diner, oh. then somebody else added wolves, and then somebody else kept adding more wolves? <laughs> like, <Right>. who... <laughs> How did this come about? But it's really cool. Yeah, there's a, a metallic, mm-hmm. like shiny yep. label again. Finish, yeah. It'd be hilarious if this was not even a full moon, <laughs> yeah. like yes. a quarter moon or something. I like cool. it. I think it's awesome. I love the. Uh, yeah, I'm, all their cans are really solid. Mm-hmm. And to the beer. the beer itself. So the ninth in their hazy series that they got going on. Oh, I get to say, I get to say, Harry Snitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As the joke continues, 
See, I was going to go Tails, Tails. Tails, Tails? Maybe. I, I'm looking on my phone. Yeah. I had to pack up my laptop because I, I've got a few minutes left. Um, maybe uh, maybe Scorpion. Okay. Scorpion. Let's, let's meet in the middle. Scorpion? That works. Finish. Yeah, but I just really wanted to say Harry Snitch out loud. <laughs> Smell it. It's fruit. Oh. Hazy. That's hazy. I love their hazy IPAs. Oh, yeah. These are amazing. All of these. See, I've so had... Happy. This is the ninth one. I think I've had all but the first two because I wasn't living down there at the time. Yeah. And I was, and I missed out. <laughs> yeah. Rat King and Too Many Eyes were like the first two. Mm-hmm. It smells like that first one that we had a couple weeks ago. The Cosmic uh, Crush. Yeah, the Cosmic Crush <laughs> when we recorded that episode. But it actually looks hazy on like yeah. that one. Right. Shall we? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Cheers. Again, it has that hop forward taste. You, I guess you're, I'm expecting it because mm-hmm. of the other beer that we tasted, but this doesn't finish terribly, or it doesn't start terribly. That's a very light finish. I think it has your typical New England flavor yeah. to it where it's like, it's hoppy, but it's also mostly juicy. Yes. It's not overly hopped. Mm-hmm. It has that if it was four, like a, a 450. Yeah, 450 burn. 450 up front, I thought, but it doesn't finish like a 450 where it burns the shit out of my throat. I got a little bit of that. You got burn. a little bit of it? Yeah. Well, it may be. I can feel it, but I don't feel the total burn like yeah. a 450 were. Yeah. Like I had a I had a 450 nugs last night, and I totally felt the burn. Mm-hmm. What was it, ABV? Five, five and eight, half? Seven and a half. On this like one. the burn stops oh, okay. just before it gets like like bad. Seven it's, like, it's like very light, though. Yeah, the juicy comes in and saves it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half. Did I have seven and a half percent? But uh, <laughs> they like their fives and sevens. Yeah. <laughs> they do. 75 IBUs. But what what was it for the ABV? 7.5%. Okay. I know a lot of these New Englands are pretty heavy. Yeah. I'm not seeing it on rate beer. Just throwing that out there. Not sure if we're ready for that yet. Untapped gave it 4.14 out of 480 ratings. Three friends. Uh, Doug, 3.75. Good. Just a bit mild on the flavors for me. <laughs> Saf gave it a rating. I'm going to spoil it so bad. You're good at that. Christian D, 4.25. Do that. Beer Summit Brew number two. This is crisp, hoppy, and light. Not as good as Mythical Apothecary, but still oh, that, amazing. That was a good one. The aroma, though, is unreal. Scott F, nothing touching clown battle, but the series continues to be solid. So, Elemental Clown. Doug Edgar... Good, just a bit mild on the flavors for me. 3.75. Oh, Scott F. gave it a 4. I forget to say that. I should say that there's nothing on Beer Advocate. Just because we yeah. skipped right there. Yeah. Just as a disclaimer. There. I checked it in. I'm already out of beer. Yeah, you chugged that one. <laughs> is this the first time you had this one? Yeah. It would be. Because I've had... Elemental Clown is the one you bought for yeah, me. Yeah, I got that for you, and then I, you trade me the Sumo, and then I've had pretty much everyone since... Cronenberg Creatures was at 450s maze, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I can just go with the score I already had. Since I've had this before, I'm the one that brought it. I gave it a 4 out of 5. It's not my favorite of the Doodle Krug brews, which is what I said in my when I untapped it. But this is a really solid beer. And like overall, this series is crushing it. I think it's better than anything 450 North is doing with all their nuggets. I would rather have a Doodle Krug beer. But this has a little bit... Of an aftertaste or something that just knocks it down from being like a four and a half, which is where I usually mark these. But 
overall, if you see one of these, I would definitely recommend picking it up. 4.25 for me. Uh, this is the tropical hazy that I was anticipating uh, from the other beer that we've had a couple weeks ago, uh, a few episodes back, where it was a, it was a tropical mix with a, a New England. So, like, this is this is what I was expecting it to taste like, and this is exactly what it should taste like. Uh, however, there's something missing. I don't really know. I don't know what would be missing, yeah. but there's something. Uh, Elemental Clown got 4.5 for me. This is not quite there yet. For me, I, you guys have had a lot more of these than I have. Um, I gave it a 4.5. But you also, disclaimer, you said there's an extra chunk in yours. So I do have an yeah, extra you do have chunk like a little floating down here. at the bottom. But for me, for my style, for these New Englands, I like a good blend, but I, I like it more on the juicy side. Mm-hmm. So the hops are not overpowering in this. It's a little bit juicy, but it's not overly juiced. To me, it's almost like a perfect balance mm-hmm. of the two. But that could be because of the extra little chunk yeah, that you I had in there. So the I, I, I was a little surprised when I, you know, you stuck with your four, and then I'm like. I could, but I can't find anything wrong with it because even the aftertaste, everything else, it it's working for me. Mm-hmm. And I know it, it's hard on these New Englands to find that perfect mm-hmm. balance. And this one's doing it for me. So I'm happy for you. I give this a four out of five. Um, this kind of reminds me of the ripe nuggets that I had back in May. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be like uh, ripe nuggets, like Little Brother, uh. because it's not as like strong and like the citra hops like the i think the the ripe nuggets was brewed with like lupulin powder as well but like everything is just kind of like toned down a little bit Maybe, i think that's the thing i like more 450 north goes a little over they go yeah they go a little too far with it these like indiana city beers are more like crushable <laughs> what is that that's one of his chunks i told you about it's pulp. oh my god <laughs> no so that's you, like that's like wood that was not solid, or that this is solid. It's almost like a leaf. That's like a hop leaf or something. See, this is older. That's the reason it settles. That's why I was trying to drink it the last time we recorded. Yeah, that's a hop leaf, as you can see. That's something. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yeah. Yay. Anyways, yeah. It was, I still really rank it the highest. <laughs> that's weird. I've never seen I'm that like, before. That's stuck on my lip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not mad because they said it's all unfiltered. I mean, if you look at the bottom yeah, of my glass, got I got a bunch of boogers down there. Beer snot. All right. That was good. I liked it. All right. Coming up, we have the brewery and taproom. They're pints and growlers. In the summer of 2013, we began brewing high-quality handcrafted ales in the pre-prohibition era bottling house on downtown Indianapolis East Side. Since then, we've released more than 30 unique small-batch beers launched a series of bourbon barrel-aged beers, and won statewide brewing awards. Our brewery taproom is a place for the craft beer-loving community to come together and for local artists to display their work and perform and collaborate. Our seasonal and special release beers available on draft and in limited release bottles and in cans. Indiana City beer can be found on tap on shelves at select locations around Indy. We take great pride in Indianapolis and work hard every day to add to the growing beer scene found here. One of the most handsomest tap rooms in town, as somebody quoted from the Indianapolis <laughs> Monthly Magazine. And I will say, speaking from experience, I've been there about two or three times, that the it's an, it's a pretty awesome place um, for them to hang out. Pale, I think you were with us. Uh, you were with me a few times when we were there. Where was the, this? 
<laughs> I, what the hell is this episode called, Bale? I was Indiana City. Indiana City. I've been there with once. Th- once with Nathaniel, Corey Berg, and me. You. I thought you were there twice. I'm sorry. I don't think so. I th- was it this was one time you came with us? Was this the weekend we tried to have a like a 21st birthday for Isaac? Or was this a different... I don't remember. I don't know. They start blending. We were down there. Yeah, every time we went down there, blended together. But yeah. I ended up in Indiana City quite a bit. I know they throw a pretty awesome 4th of July party that they have going on there. But I know you were with me that one time because we got a flight of something and we were trying a whole bunch of stuff. And it was a pretty cool experience. Mm-hmm. Is this an order? I will say it's one of the most yeah. handsomest tap rooms in town. I can't compare it to the other tap rooms, but... It is yeah, it's really nice in yeah. there. Pale, you want to take this part? Our story, kickstarting the dream, founder and passionate homebrewer Ray Kamstra had a dream of taking his award-winning ales to the masses. He launched a Kickstarter campaign in the summer of 2012, helping secure the perfect historic bottling house to lay the foundation for Indiana City Brewing Company, located at 24 Shelby Street in Indy's historic Irish Hill neighborhood. Building the brewery... With a clear vision, sleeves were rolled and work began. Vacant for more than six years, the building was stripped of inches of dust and boarded up windows while the exposed brick walls, scared, scarred. scarred concrete floor and steel beams remained untouched. We completed the build out with our own hands and a team of passionate volunteers. The six-month project not only created the best brewing space in the city, it assembled the solid team of hardworking craft beer lovers we now call family. In the summer of 2013, we began brewing high-quality, handcrafted ales on Indy's east side. Since then, we have brewed more than 30 unique small-batch beers, launched a series of bourbon barrel-aged beers, and won statewide brewing awards. So this historic building, so it apparently sat vacant for six years? Mm-hmm. So it was just like a bottling place for what? This I, home brewing company? Yeah, I don't know what it was <laughs> as before the Indiana City. Like I don't, I don't know the, yeah. the history as much, but it did. It, it was just a essentially a warehouse. Yeah. Uh, factory style. You could uh, talk into your mic over here if you want to. <laughs> I was talking <laughs> into Saps on the other yeah, side of the room. I figured, <laughs> I figured Saps would pick me up. Well, that's just curious because, yeah, I wasn't 100% sure about all that kind of stuff. I know. All right, we got our third beer here. We have the Cauldron Contents. It is a hazy, juicy IPA featuring massive Whirlpool and double dry hopped additions of Ella, El Dorado, Eureka, and Citra Hops. This is the 10th release in our hazy IPA series featuring the collaborative artwork of the Craft Brew Doodle Crew. Also, 7.5% ABV. There's a conspiracy going on here. <laughs> I think all of them are. I'm pretty sure. They just five. change up the hops. If we don't have on our IBU scale, 75 and 57 should be Indiana City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently. But this is cool. So we just had the ninth, and now we're going to be getting into their 10th release. So this is neat to actually compare them side by side mm-hmm. here to see how it's going to taste. It's a little more fresh because it's only a few weeks old. As so they when just, we're recording this, oh. it'll be a while since this. But they did recently release this, this one. This one was just released. In 2019. Okay. So, so the can that we have can, is really freaky. <laughs> it's got all what you would expect to find in the cauldron, the cauldron contents. Tongue of dog, hawk's fart, shroom of shrier, heart of sphinx, wing of fowl, 
bird. Foot of a hobbit. <laughs> Super hairy on the top there. That's gross. I mean, Femur of a man. Yeah. Uh, wing of bat. Eye of newt. The head of king rat. So king rat was their first one in the series. Turn me That's to awesome. Newt. And the toad of swamp. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's not as extravagant as the other ones, but, I mean, this is to the point. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to shout out to their previous beer. Mm-hmm. The King Rat, yeah. A lot of details in that. So some of the, the mushrooms, like they have mouths mm-hmm. and they're alive. So a lot of these different artists, I would imagine, would draw each bit of these. It might have cool. been a foot to begin with, and then somebody added it and changed yeah. it to a hobbit foot. This is like a recipe to like some kind of witch's brew. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, like, we got it in front of us. Yeah, right here? Yeah, we're going to drink it. That's why One it's, tongue uh, of the dog. Yeah. One foot of the hobbit. It makes us uh, makes us uh, grotesque hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already have my idea for the color. Kind of did that first. Uh, I think it's about the same as the last one. Really? Maybe because my my coloring's a little bit <laughs> off. But I was actually thinking to be a number two, a Kirk really? uniform. Mm, I'm thinking scorpion or tail's tail. Yeah, I was gonna go with scorpion again. Scorpion again? Okay, I'm I'm all right with that. I'm looking at my mobile <laughs> because I had to put my uh, laptop away because I'm limited on time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just on my mobile, and it looks like Kirk's uniform. I was kind of hoping for that, Captain Aww. Kirk. But Scorpion's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> just projecting. Get over here! Get over here! Get over beer! Get over beer! <laughs> <laughs> all right, what uh, smell like? Same as last beer. Juicy. Smells like the last beer. Uh, kind of more weedy-ish. Mm-hmm. There's something a little bit more potent in there. Yeah. A little bit more pineapple. Or not pineapple. Wow. Piney. A little bit more piney yeah, hops. More, more of the IPA smell. I like how we have the Ella. I've never heard of that yeah. one. Ella hop. Eureka, we've had El Dorado constantly. Citra, when, of course. When you said Ella, I thought you were just... No, it's like literally a, E-L-L-A. A, Ella. A. Ella Dorado. Under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, A, A Dorado. Yeah, this is less of the Citra and more of the Ella, El Dorado. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. This one looks like it's uh, rated a little bit higher than all the other ones that I've ever seen. So, that's exciting. I guess we can just taste it and find out. Yeah. Definitely got that citrus flavor to it yeah this one has a little bit more of a sharper back end than yeah. i was expecting that's a little creamier sharp. too yeah it is a little bit like they added lupulin or something to it mm-hmm. what do we got on the uh the ella hops nothing pale's looking up right now <laughs> pale what you got anything important or just some scrolling action there's just nothing really about the the expected taste or whatever um let me keep looking <laughs> I got time for that. <laughs> yeah, dead air. Drink your beer. Formerly known as Stella, is an Australian aroma variety. It is a sister, half sister of Galaxy Hop. Huh. Hmm. It originated in Australia. Pale, what were you looking at? <laughs> I think I looked. Oh, here we go. I'm looking for like characteristics. So like, <laughs> tropical flavors, grapefruit, star, anise. So, so Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a Galaxy Hop. That's interesting. This one's ranked a little bit higher. I really yeah. think mine was. A unique blend than <laughs> the previous one that we had. But yeah, definitely maybe it is. If you had, I don't think you've got the, the whole full droppings this time. Yeah, you didn't get just the leftover clumps. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the previous one was a little better. This one, it's different. And it's good. It's just a little weird. 
Yeah. It's I like the words you used when we started out sharper. Yeah. It's a little bit more potent in the hops. I can feel the burn mm. like I didn't yeah. feel on the last one that the juice the hops are outweighing the juice in this one. There's kind of a, like a dry dryness to mm-hmm. this. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um and then there's like a very sharp like citrus at the end. It's like you can't even really tell what what it is if it's like a pineapple or an orange, but it's very sharp at the end there. Mm-hmm. But most of it is just like a dry, a dry taste. So there's nothing on beer advocate. Nothing on right beer. Nothing on right beer. Do they do have uh, have it on the untapped? Untapped. Untapped. Well, uh, let me take a look. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you want me to do it? Do you I have heard, it pulled up? I already oh, checked. We it. all three of us have it. You haven't checked up. in already? No. How far behind am I? You were too busy searching Ella's, and you didn't help us at all. I read it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, take Untapped, then. Uh, 339 ratings on Untapped, a 4.17 average. I have one friend who checked it in. Uh, Christian D. Getting that D, Christian. Pelican Court cul-de-sac. Probably like where he checked it in is his house or something. It is. And I looked him up, and he's not far from you. Oh, really? Your new house, yep. Yeah. So Christian G checked it in. He said, pre-beer summit brew. The canned version is not as good as the draft, but that is common mm. sense. Juicy, hoppy, creamy, and amazing. He gave it a 475 just out of this thing. Scott F. gave it a 4.25 and said, straight content, son. <laughs> <laughs> straight out of Compton, son. <laughs> I noticed on Untapped people have been like creating... Like their house, or like cutting as a as a check in as a check in. Yeah, weird. It's weird. Like that's we why should, I don't feel bad. Like we should create stalking drink and geek out as a check in location. We should here <laughs> the yeah, northern like, studio uh, drink and geek out studios or something. Ge- drink and geek out north, and then when we're <laughs> south, we can do wherever house we end up doing it. Figuring mm-hmm. out it. That's cool with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I checked it in. So did but I. I already went me first. Too. So somebody else go. Pale goes first. He Check hasn't done it yet. I'm not checked in. He hasn't in. even found it yet. Are you checked in? I'm checked in. You do it you first and I'll do it. <laughs> I give this one a 4.25 because the last one, like we just had five minutes ago, was a four and a half for me. But this one with a little sharper, a little bit more hoppier. Um, the juiciness doesn't come through, and that's my own personal thing. I like more the juice versus the hops. So there's a little bit more of a burn here. Um, but I know the hops definitely come through a lot more. So it's not a bad thing, but personally, it's not what I enjoy. So I gave it a 4.25. I gave it a 4.25 as well. Um, the sharpness is good. I gave the last beer a 4.25 as well. Um, there's just not enough to separate it from the other one right now. Uh, a lot of the Indiana City beers are kind of like here, 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 here. And they're just either... The same as the one before, mm-hmm. a little bit difference, and this one could go up a little bit, and then the next one is right here, and the next one could go up. Uh, so I'm excited to see about what the next one brings, but uh, there wasn't enough difference with this one to the last one for me to say, oh, this is definitely a 4.5. Yeah. But it was pretty tasty. I went three and a half. <gasps> Whoa, I just brought it down. You think yeah. this is on par with his beer? <laughs> Oh, oh, I guess. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Rankings, Pale. Thank you, Pale. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Oh, like, no. Uh, it was got, a very quick, like, I reactive got, rating. You guys pressured me. Yeah, I was a professional. 
I'm a your, your amber is comparable to this. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to open my own brewery. You should. Well, listen to our Patreon episode if you want to know what we're talking about. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't know. It was a very... Re- I could probably go a little bit higher. It was a very reactive three and a half. <laughs> because there's yeah. a, that dryness that I don't really care for in this. And I think I w- was just trying to keep it lower than the, the previous one. Because yeah. I'd like the previous one a lot lower. <laughs> I went a little too low. Yeah, you're yeah, like, you did. You're like, oh, this beer, let me shit on you. <laughs> shit in this. You're like half as good as the previous beer. Gotcha. You're just as good as my friend's You're lower beer. than the average on Untapped, which is not normal. Well, never mind. It's pale. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm all over the place. <laughs> so, yeah. Wild card. Um, you're just as good as the well, shit brewery. <laughs> I gave it a four. I think that's what I gave the last one. I've, I think it's really good. It's got a, like a little drop off what you guys are yeah. saying, but. It basically tastes similar, just with different hops, and these different hops caused it to be a little bit of a different reaction in my mouth. But I really think these are solid beers, unlike Pale, who hates this kind of beer. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm definitely going to go try to get number 11 whenever that one comes out. I always look forward to their new releases in the Doodle Crew line. And Same. Invite me. Let's it's, go. Yeah. It's like that way my, you don't have to buy it. You just <laughs> right. drink it at the tap with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like the thing I look forward to every month or however long they take in between. It's your two Tom series. Right. Down in Indy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. All right. See you later. Bye. See, you see ya. A prophecy realized. I was trying to do a Keith impression. <laughs> After years of lobbying. God, do I against, sound like that? <laughs> Sorry. After years of lobbying against. The waxing temperance movement, the fervent immigrant hands of the homebrew homebrewing company of 24 Shelby Street were forced to hang up their aprons and watch their blood, sweat, and hops wash away with the rising tide of prohibition in June of 1922. 91 years later, the historic bottling house would become a home our home reanimating the location's heart and soul craft brewing emblazoned on the walls of our tap room a 1917 prophecy by the home brewing company so i guess brewing company but their Mm -hmm. name was home so it's not like home brews uh shrines shines a sobering reminder of indiana breweries tumultuous 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 (laughs) Tumultuous past. <laughs> I know what it is. I just yeah, can't say it. You can't it. say it right now. <clears throat> the day will again dawn upon Indiana when a man can drink what he wants, when it, personal liberty will be again a citizen's right. Wow. That's pretty cool to find that on the wall. Yeah. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. I wondered. Okay, so they prohibition stopped them because I did mention this earlier on the show. Yeah, I'm like, we haven't got. We yeah. just didn't get you to the story asking. yet. I'm like, I want to know. Um, so that's cool. So they stopped in prohibition, and that building just sat vacant. Just for sat vacant for that years. long. That's pretty amazing. Or something else might have been in there, right? As like a yoga they studio. Say, or yeah, something. They, they stripped it down back to the original brick founding, yeah. and I would imagine that they found this little quote on the wall. Um, I mean that that's awesome. That's absolutely amazing that they came up with that, yeah. or that they found that that this would happen. Mm-hmm. Pale, bring us home. Small batch, handcrafted beer. Our brewing process is close to our home brewing roots. Indiana City beer is brewed seven barrels at a time, utilizing a four vessel, three and a half barrel brew house, a cold liquor tank, five seven barrel fermentation vessels, 
two bright tanks, a four-head bottle filler, and an arsenal of stainless steel kegs. Indiana City beer is made from fresh cracked malted barley, premium specialty grains, fresh hops, and the purest healthy yeast. Great beer starts with great water, so we strip down local water to pure H2O through reverse osmosis and add all the mineral content needed to make great beer back into it. Many of the ingredients we use, hops, malt, honey, and specialty spices, come from local sources. Unfiltered beer, full flavor and aroma. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's left over from a description of the beer. All, oh, their beer, all, <laughs> all their beer is unfiltered with full flavor and aroma. They put that on every single one of their cans, which oh, is okay. pretty neat. <laughs> it informs the buyer that it's all unfiltered, so don't complain when you have floaties or mm-hmm. whatnot in your beer. <laughs> all right, that leads us to our fourth beer that we have, and this is the Chupacabra. Um, this is Indiana City and 18th Street Brewing Collaboration. So they teamed up here, put this one together. The Chupacabra is a double milk stout. We invited our friends from 18th Street Brewery down from Hammond to brew with us here in Indy. The end result, Chupacabra Double Milk Stout, is a dark, rich beer fermented on cacao nibs and spiced with cacao. Ma- Oh my god. <laughs> and spiced with Madagascar vanilla beans, cinnamon sticks, and fresh cracked nutmeg. Coming in at 8% ABV and 40 IBUs. Where's the fives and the sevens? Oh, this is 18th Street. Oh, oh my shit. god, you didn't even drink it. <laughs> Suck it off the table. <laughs> Gosh damn it. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? God damn it. You have beer pants. <laughs> Holy shit. Here you go. Dry yourself off. That's <laughs> all over my floor. Do you have any carpet spray? I do. Yeah, that's going to be everywhere. That's going to leave a mark. Oh my god, <laughs> Pale. Shit, what was that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're doing so well. <laughs> That's never happened before. That's, no, I'm surprised it hasn't happened. It smells delicious, though. It does smell awesome. Dustin missed this by two oh. minutes. You guys can laugh at me walking into like dinner. Your piss pants. You smell like cacao nibs. <laughs> oh, God damn it! This has a distinct chocolate scent. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, you were on your phone, which you're right-handed, and you had it out like this, and I think you just knocked it into yourself as you brought it back. Well, I saw you trying to pick up your phone, and that's what I was doing. I was picking my phone and bring it closer to me, and just n- nicked the glass. So, Pat, what do you think about this? <laughs> um, I have no idea. You've got a little sip left. All right, I think I got through 8% ABV and 40 IBUs, and then we know. were... And that's where... Destruction set. <laughs> I was just gonna ask how it tasted and or, what color it was, and just decided to wear it. That red. <laughs> we just need to check this damn beer. We need to finish this. All right, what color or what do you think of the can? That's what we need to talk about first. All right, the can. Kelly can help us with this. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like some kind of uh, like Slayer heavy metal. Yeah, artwork. Um, and I could see it on like a like a CD, like a Black Sabbath, like or Pantera, yeah. Slayer, Black Sabbath. 
I know 18th Street Brewery, they have a lot of skulls. They're on like theirs. heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a lot like, of that. themed brewery, it seems like. This um, is not the Doodle Crew? Nope. This, okay. is, this is the collaboration between Indiana City and 18th Street. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Chupacabra is like a Mexican, like Bigfoot. It's it's a legendary dog. It's like a hairless dog. Yeah. Wolf type thing. So, so is that what that yeah. creature is? I would imagine. imagine. It didn't have horns, so I don't know where those horns came from, but yeah. Uh, this Then there's a skull in the middle with a snake crawling through like where the brain would be. And it looks like the mind is being blown or something because there's like fragments of skull blasting off <laughs> into oh, the yeah. back. Oh, yeah. So interesting. Overall, I think it's a really cool can, and and again, it's got like that metallicy, like shininess to it. It's kind of odd that those two collaborated, considering ones in like the distance. Garrett or yeah, whatever. Eighteenth Street Garrett. is not like Gary, and then Indiana City's in Indianapolis. So, kind of an odd like collaboration. Yeah. Couple well, hour they, they both became big for their areas. So I mean, as big they're as both Indiana, Indiana breweries, yeah. and they're. Different segments of Indiana, so they kind of come together to... I know 18th Street has a lot of stuff at Belmont, I think. Yeah. Yes, uh, here north. in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they have a lot of solid beers. Like, I guess their Hunter ones are really good. I haven't mm-hmm. had any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried the Hunter, didn't we? The Hunter was uh, an assassin Hunt. one. You and I had one. Did they? Weren't you in on my Assassin's Creed episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it had was, one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they had all and those You variations. and I probably had one, yeah. There was like a dozen different... A variation yeah, of the hunter do. with like fruit and and stuff like cherry or raspberry or whatever. Let's move it on to the color. It's dark. <laughs> Yours is mine's like a little light, way off, <laughs> lighter because it's like just a little dribble left. It's like a dark brown chalk, like fifty-ish, forty-nine, maybe. There's a little brownness to it. It's not like black. It's a hint, black. yeah. It's not totally dark. Say they're like a. F- 49, 50, maybe 48. Because I don't think it's full, like, just pitch black. Mm-mm. Is there a little bit of brown? Yeah, there's like, just like a hint of brown, depending on where you look. Like the ID4 UFO, is that what you said? Like 40, 50, or what? Like, or Dragon's Glass? Yeah, like Dragon's Glass, maybe K2SO, that might be a hint lighter. I know 51 through 60 are all the same color. <laughs> yeah. I just I just copied black all the way through. <laughs> all the way through. I don't know. I was thinking maybe we could do like a 47 or 48. Maybe Caesar fur. Okay. Yeah. Caesar sure. fur. Let's do that. I don't know. The smell. You might be able to get a hint of smell there's, out of yours. There's some coffee with a hint of resolve. <laughs> it's a resolve. Of your hand. Caked into my hand. I noticed like the cinnamon and like the nutmeg. Like yes, spices. definitely. You can definitely get the nutmeg. The hint of cinnamon, but also chocolate, chocolate coffee. Definitely chocolate and coffee, yeah. So basically, what it says, yeah, you can pull all those characteristics out. Pale already drank all of his <laughs> that was well, left. He poured it out somewhere. <laughs> I had my sip. Definitely tasted the, a lot of the coffee, a little bit of the chocolate. Sad face that I never did <laughs> do like a decent amount of it. I'll share my money. Oh, sweet! Hold it. Hold. Yep, got it. <laughs> Grip it. Secure it in my hand. Don't shatter it. Since I've already had two. So it reminds games. me of uh, Stone Brewing Companies. They have their egg sopa, or I forget how that one's pronounced. But it's like it's a Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah, that's the one uh, Dustin and I did on the Daredevil mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, you guys did that one. That's really good. That's like very well balanced. Mm-hmm. 
It, the uh, spices add something different. I think it's solid and unique with all the spices so that it's not just another stout or... Right, yeah. Now, there is some kind of spice there that um can't quite pinpoint yet. Is it one that's listed on the can? Down the, at the, I think they're at the bottom. Uh, cacao nibs, Madagascar vanilla, cinnamon sticks, cracked nutmeg. It's all the same. Probably the cinnamon sticks and then cracked nutmeg. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it's like... Mm-hmm. Psychedelic, translucent, kind of like whoa. it's really cool. That's awesome. It's like the purplies and blues. And yeah, blacks. that's awesome. It's it's different, which is I'm not sure of my ranking. Do you have Untapped on what they say or any of the it's other? It's not on any of the other websites. No, Pale might be able to help us out with Untapped. I would hope so. It's not been helping anything else <laughs> right now. <laughs> Chupa Cabra, three point seven eight out of four hundred twenty eight ratings. Four friends gave this a try. Dustin just tapped it in. Oh, yeah. he. I'm at, I'll try to cut in some of what he said, because, but he wasn't near the microphone. He was drinking it on his way out the door. <laughs> yes. He did that several times today, mm-hmm. speaking of, like away from the mic. He gave it a four and a half. Um, what did he say? He okay. liked the – it's kind of like a pumpkin roll in a pastry stout. Yeah. yeah, he said something about like a pumpkin roll. Chocolate chip pumpkin roll. It's like a good mix of – Pump like what you would get from like pumpkin spice, and then in a stout, he liked the blend of it. It's a double milk stout with cocoa nibs, Madagascar vanilla beans, cinnamon sticks, and cracked nutmeg. There we go. That's I can taste the the pumpkin. It's like a Mexican. I was thinking pumpkiny, like when I first had the drink, and I wasn't sure why. Nutmeg. Mm. I was definitely Cuddled thinking pumpkiny. Um, the the chocolate and the vanilla. I feel like that's always overkill. If you're gonna add chocolate, just be chocolate. If you're going to be vanilla, just add vanilla. You don't need to add both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the the spiciness to it. Because it just definitely tastes like a pumpkin pie. Mm. A chocolatey pumpkin pie. So have you ever had a pumpkin roll with cream cheese and chocolate chips in it? That's what this tastes like. Nice. Uh, probably four and a quarter, four point five, okay. something like that. It's hard to tell, like... 4.35. 4.35. 4.35. I would... I think 4.5. 4.5, probably. 4.5, okay. Christian D gave it a 3.75. Thin. It's like dark chocolate and coffee. Faint cinnamon and nutmeg. It's good, but I was really expecting more. Mick beer. Not bad, but easily forgettable. I wouldn't buy again. Thin and two roasted burnt chocolate flavors. 3.25. Wow. Not a fan. This is the beer I brought I've had multiple times, and I I think it's a really good stout. I mean, it's definitely unique. I definitely get, like, the cinnamon and the nutmeg and all the cocoa nibs. Everything seems to be there, what they're telling me is there. It is a little, like, light on the mouthfeel. It's like, yeah. I don't know, like it's something's not as missing, yeah. as it should be. But I still think it's a solid four. It's a really good beer. I would definitely drink it again. I would like to have it on tap, but as I had a four pack of it, and I think drank through those first two or three real quickly because I I just think it's a really good beer. I also gave it a four. It's unique, since like I just mentioned the Stone Brewing Company ones. It's different. I like the chocolate. I like coffee in mine, but when you start putting in that nutmeg and cinnamon. Mm. Then I get a little bit confused, but I know it definitely fits that Mexican style yeah. hot chocolate, which is what this style is, um, and it fits it really well. So it's a little bit of a new 
niche to get into, so I I don't know how to rank it. I would drink it again. It's it feels like it should be a little bit like creamier mm-hmm. with more of that heavy mouth feel that, that could you bump were it up talking to like about. a five. Or... Absolutely, that could blend it out a little bit more. Um, I know I definitely enjoy it more when I drink it than when it's poured on my carpet. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's how um, pale drinks is. Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, but with that pale, I'm sorry, I'll just throw it over to you. What, if you whatever you can rank out of whatever you have left. Well, yeah, whenever I was able to try of it, I feel like it's a, a four as well. Handhold out of the three of us. Minus yeah. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think what's neat about this is it felt like the chocolate, the coffee and the cinnamon nutmeg were all like layered like perfectly and like all in like perfect balance. It wasn't too much coffee or too much um, cinnamon or whatever. It was mm-hmm. just very well balanced, and I would like to try it again, like a like full a glass, yeah, like glass. full glass, like a, yes. yeah, um, yeah. Like you guys said, like the I think it sticks true to the Mexican style, um, but I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's like super like fancy or special or anything like that, but um, it's very solid. Cool. All right. I think we should wrap up with a little bit more history here. <laughs> All these questions I've had. They keep getting about, answered. They keep getting answered. So um, Indiana City brought <clears throat> beer back to the pre-Prohibition era brewery located at 24 Shelby Street near downtown. Besides being a great location, we love the space and there's so much beer history in the building. It was the bottling house of the home brewing company, which lasted from 1880 to 1920. Ryan Hamlet describes the history of the building in his article... A Room with a View, Indiana City Brewing, Home Brewing Company Bottling Building, says the men behind one of Indianapolis's first major breweries spread far and wide throughout the history of the city. Organized in 1891, the Home Brewing Company's first brewmaster and principal organizers was a German immigrant named August Hook, father hmm. of the John Hook, who founded Hook's Drugstores Brother in 1910. <laughs> we had Hook's Drugstores all the way up here in Fort Wayne, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Among the brewery's early leaders was Albert Lieber, a grandfather of Hoosier author Kurt Vonnegut oh, Jr. Kurt Vonnegut. One of HBC's principal owners was William P. Jungloss, founder of Indianapolis's oldest general contractor responsible for the construction of the Circle Tower, Columbia Club, and IRT, to name a few. Though the brewery was designed by architect Herman Gall, one of the apprentices to Lewis Sullivan, who was designed the St. Mary Church at 317 North New Jersey Street. At its height production, this home brewing company was brewing 35,000 barrels a year, but that came to a sudden end as the increasing powerful temperance movement led to the prohibition of alcohol in Indiana on January 1st, 1918, nearly two years after the 18th Amendment took effect, banning alcohol nationally. Said Sad. the head brewery, yeah, I know. Said the head brewery of December 29th, nineteen seventeen. The as home brewing company stopped production that day will dawn again in Indiana when a man can drink what he wants. When personal liberty will again be a citizen's right. Whoa, that's very prophetic there. Mm-hmm. Though HBC tried to hang on, producing a low alcohol near beer <laughs> in the years after the institution of prohibition, they officially closed shop in nineteen twenty two selling off their buildings and equipment 11 years before seeing their prophetic words come true with the passing of the 21st Amendment. Hoosiers could once again legally take a drink. However, it would be 91 years until they would taste one from 24 South Shelby Street. That's crazy. That's awesome. I love history. I love that that kind of stuff. That is so awesome. 
Indiana City, absolutely amazing. Definitely a place you need to check out in Indy. I'm jealous I don't live down there that <laughs> I could taste them. But I know I've been going there for almost like five years now. I think is the last time Pale and I were there. Yeah, um, definitely a place I would recommend. It's one of my favorite places to go. Uh, they have always have solid beers on tap and like just a cool history to the building and like it's a beautiful location and all that. Yeah, they really did see like the growth of downtown. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming since the 1920s, yeah. the skyline and how it's changed. Because I went there a few times for their Fourth of July celebration. They had a great view of the downtown mm-hmm. Indy fireworks. Um, they have you know concerts that they put on there all the time. I mean, it's it's just a great location. And it's like right there next to Sun King and Indiana City and St. Joe. And there's like five of the breweries right on that same strip. That it's like, why not just hit them all? Mm-hmm. Enjoy your day. Absolutely. So definitely check them out if you're in the Indy area. Um, huge shout out to them. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, great beers all around. I'm looking forward to coming down there soon. Bring your stuff up to Fort Wayne. <laughs> I know. Start right? doing Expand. that. Expand. Expand. <laughs> Bring it up to Fort Wayne. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could find a lot of their beers since you have a lot of them canned, if they could distribute up here, yeah. up here to the fort, that would be amazing. So pale and I could enjoy them. <laughs> yes, that would be. I'll just bring them to you. There we go. That works, too. Yes, half be our distributor. Well, <laughs> at least give them to me. Paul just pours them on the carpet. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll just pour them on the, on the carpet. Bring me some two toms. I'll give you some there we go. We Indiana City. Works yep. for me. All right. That's a good beer episode. Absolutely. So until next time, drink, drink up, up and, and geek, geek out. out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to episode number... One, I, uh, one no. two seven. No, that's not nope. gonna be one two seven. I don't know what number. One forty five. <laughs> Time out. Uh, uh, <sighs> I didn't want to make that noise. Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> I should have seen about three and a half, and I didn't even like think think it through all the way. <laughs> oh my god! It Holy was, shit! I know it was just like it was a New England. It's never lower than a four. <laughs> it's like I just put my finger and just like slid it across a little bit. You're just as good as Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, Hell yeah! I'm opening my own brewery a lot of editing on this episode. <laughs> I know. It's gonna be we may have to enhance. We'll just cut out his tasting because it was recording. So we probably picked up your tastings on this, your notes I, on it. The, make sure the pumpkin and the chocolate go in there, like the pumpkin roll with chocolate chips. That's basically what I thought about when I was drinking that. Yeah, we can mention that again. Okay. Thanks, Pale, Pale will just claim it as his own. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'll, take, I'll take that loss. It's fine. Dustin t- said it tastes like poop and pee. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of pumpkin. Anyhow, I enjoyed it. I thought it tasted like chocolatey pumpkin roll. But like uh, poop and pee. <laughs> Out of five. Oh, I my camera on through the glass. See your leg pale. Dick pic. Oh my gosh, watch your language. We're rolling. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the extra special Patreon support. This is a kid's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Oh, crap. Welcome back to Dick Picks with Keith. <laughs> so you might want to put your shoes back on. This is going to be weird. <laughs> you're going to have resolve in your socks. I want to pause this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> Please cut this. Please <laughs> put this through. Oh, shit. <laughs> or put it at the end. <laughs>
Where I'm like, oh shit. Is it coming up? Get like one. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Can't you tell? Yeah, it looks better. Better? And better. It's perfect. <laughs> better than it did before he sat there. That's true. Before he spilled his beer. <laughs> Put your shoes back on. Also, don't remember like Keith and Keith. Or uh, Dustin's chair. <laughs> it's probably going to be wet over there, too. <laughs> There's still well, kind of a spot. His pants are wet, so his socks <laughs> might as well be, too. <laughs> yeah. Kayla goes, you better apologize to Keith. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, Keith. 